you from the Doghouse Mobile Studios. We are landing the NTN Radio Jet in Hamamatsu, Japan, right now, heading over to Suzuki headquarters, where I understand you can get some great deals on MotoGP bikes. <laughs> Slightly used MotoGP Slightly bikes. Slightly used. Well, I know you guys are there in the NTN Jet. I am actually in the NTN Blimp. And I am landing down in France because I don't think they allow jets in France anymore. And it's a it's a it's a solar powered blimp. And we're landing in France. We're doing our thing. No, no, no. You can't go. Yeah. We have a contract. We need your money. Aprilia yeah. doesn't have the banks to be here. I uh, don't know. I don't know. With Suzuki pulling out, maybe Aprilia has got more money. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I've never heard of a company pulling out of a racing series just, what, 14 months out of winning a championship? Yeah, barely that. Um, Harley? (laughs) Uh, Wait a minute, Harley won a championship? Oh, probably. Uh, What about about Kawasaki? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. You know, Suzuki's saying they don't see any, they're not seeing any ROI. Right. Well, no return that, on investment. That's I don't think you get it. Do you really get into that level of racing for return on investment? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that I yeah, World I, Superbike. I, I think, yeah, I think you do. I think you do. It's a prestige thing and you want your name associated with prestige for selling bikes. I mean, look, look, look at Honda. Honda put out a Repsol bike for years, right? They put out a Repsol. Yeah. And then Marquez you know, started Honda. winning. And they were like, no one's going to buy that piece of junk. <laughs> right well, i mean it makes I'm no sure sense they at all on, there's a, sure. I, I know a guy with a casey stoner one and it's like woo. but like mm-hmm. it's like mark marquez won like 18 to 19 championships and i don't know like, when they i, I yeah, don't we don't need they, one i don't know when they stopped making that but you know maybe they decided their roi wasn't worth it to you know make up that livery for it who knows you know the roi let's return an investment for those people from west virginia uh, I thought it was rolling over idiots, but okay. Yeah, that too. You, you know, it's hard to measure ROI in motorsports. With well, the exception of maybe Supercross. Win on Sunday, dog. sell on Monday. Or, what happened or, to that? Or the doghouse. Win on Sunday, sell on Monday has gone away. Prototype racing was never great for that. No, no I don't think prototype ra- Again, prototype racing is all for the prestige. And that's, and that, right. It's, it's prestige. Mm-hmm. I see World Superbike being great for that. Just like NASCAR at one time when NASCAR wasn't prototype racing, it, mm-hmm. it was race on Sunday, win on Monday. Yes. Right. Supercross mm-hmm. race on Saturday, win on Saturday, sell on Monday. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't see that in MotoGP. Again, there's, there's a reason why, why manufacturers do get into it. This is like the third time Suzuki's disappeared. You realize that then they come back. So the prestige is important. Maybe they decided the, the they weren't going to win. They make coming back probably sells more bikes. If they leave for two <laughs> years and then come back, it probably sells more bikes it, than when winning be. a championship. It could be. I don't believe the ROI. You don't do it for the. I think you get into racing at this level not for the ROI. You do it for the prestige. You know you're not going to make more money than you're going to spend, but you do that so you can, you know, you can have a commercial with Joanne Mir saying. You know, MotoGP uh, champion, right? As Steve, on a Stone Cold Steve Austin just said, as what said once, who, what, yeah, right, 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 in America, in America, yeah, in France. I'm not sure it's not hey, the case. In overseas. France, in France, they probably sold twelve more bikes. I'm telling you, 
from him winning. I don't know. They're not allowed electric. They're, it's got to be all electric here. Uh, but anyways, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Well, well, since we're on the news, before we get into racing, let's talk about mm. the other big bombshell. And and it, it started leaking out Wednesday. I started hearing about this Wednesday. About the Supreme Court? Oh, no. Supreme no, 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 no. Different story. That, that's Wrong fake show. news. Wrong, Wrong show. show. Wrong, Wrong show. show. Fake news. <laughs> uh, but I started hearing Wednesday that Cooper Webb wasn't going to race the outdoor season and Dungey was coming back, which to me sounded kind of a little odd because yeah, why wouldn't does. you bring Musquin or why wouldn't you bring somebody up? Right. I'm not sure Plessinger has a KTM job next year. And and even even still, Makarov got released from his contract. Why not just sign Makarov for the outdoor season? But then they started talking Ryan Dungey coming back. It looks like he's going to do at least two rounds. Yeah, but I'm, my guess is when you win a championship for a manufacturer, if there's if if there's opportunities available and you say yes, they're not going to say no. No, I understand that. I'm just mm-hmm. surprised. I'm surprised. I don't know. I'm just surprised they went that route. Or he'll come doing a he'll come doing a, a Lorenzo, and no one will ever notice he when he goes away. Uh, <laughs> that would scare me. Right. You know, I agree. I think it's right. He could damage his reputation real bad. Mm -hmm. Right. He could be Chad Reed. I don't think this is a good move for Dungey unless they're paying him a truck or unless he's in great shape. And they're giving him a lot of that's not racing. I don't care how good physical shape he's in. That's not racing shape. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure. And they say in two, they're saying two rounds for sure. The only way I say two rounds is okay is if Cooper Webb's coming back. KTM will get the time. Dungey can always have the excuse that, oh, you know, I was too far out of shape. But it's hard. I mean, here's the thing is Dungey was, what, 96% podium be- finisher better for his career? Yeah, something. Like something the all-time, number. higher than the GOAT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He, like, yeah. he was. Mr. you want to start risking that? Mr. Consistency. You know, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think if he if if he DNFs those two races, it's going to lower the percentage much. No, but I think the, the great, in my opinion, the greater <laughs> risk, the greater risk is he gets into a battle with Malcolm Stewart and uh, or or and or uh, Bam Bam. And he comes out with one less arm. I don't know if I'm worried about him getting hurt as much as I'm worried as people going who, what, where, when, how. He could be the Joan Muir of of outdoor season. I don't, I, I don't think two races is gonna is gonna really damage his legacy that much. I would be more worried about you know about him getting injured. Be honest. With I him. wonder if, if KTM. I wonder if KTM's if like we built such a crappy bike. We need somebody to fix it. Yeah. Well, that could be. Man, they've could had be. a bad year this year. Mm-hmm. It's super they horrible. Mm-hmm. Although, although you can't. You really can't say that at the end because it looks like Musquin's going to end up third overall. And yeah, and which is really Cooper hard Webb's to believe been broken for a while. The first half of the season went. I, I yeah. it's hard to believe he's going to finish third. He he has a real good shot of finishing third. Th- overall. That may be the most sneaky third place that ever occurred because Musquin seemed like he was on the ground most of the season until the late until the and, and back in the pack. If he was on the ground, I'm gonna tell you this. He was back there with Cooper in like 10th, 12th, 12th, 13th. I was I was honestly thinking of flying out to Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. And like, you know how they do like naked streakers during baseball games and stuff? 
I was going to do the whole shot streak, but wear clothes and tackle Barsha and Musquin just so that Bam Bam, I mean, not Bam Bam, so that Malcolm Stewart could say third and points. You better start running now, Phil. <laughs> okay. Ooh, dun, 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 dun. Well, is that supposed to be the music dun, dun, from Jaws? Dun, dun. More like dun, 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 dun. No, no, no. A chariot's of fire. Oh, chariot's of fire. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. You know, uh, nobody knows. No one is listening. I sure is Google it, people. It. Google. It's people. a great thing called Google. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, KTM, that, that was just a weird announcement to start reading and the rumors. Um, hats off to the people that scooped that one because yeah. I've made up some stuff in my day that's come true by luck, but even that was far-fetched. <laughs> that's, that's pretty that's pretty far-fetched. Yeah, I agree. And the fact that he's coming back for the outdoor season, to me, is even more surprising because that's a long way from the medical tent. So Yeah, and he wasn't, the, he wasn't as dominant outdoor as he was indoor. <laughs> I mean, he's no, still, he was still, no, he, he was still pretty good. The problem with the outdoors is that there is m- many more opportunities to get seriously injured in the outdoors. Right. You've got these huge elevation changes on, on the outdoor. I don't know which ones he's coming back for, which races, but the first two. Oh, good. So he'll have a good opportunity to get himself prepared. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, so nothing like the first two. Well, is all what, right. Like, let me, let, 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 that's what I heard is the first two. Okay. I'm not going to say for sure. I know that. I don't know if that was a confirmed. Okay. Um, anyways. All right. But let's, all right, let's, let's, get let's into, move along. Let's get into Let's talk a little bit about Motor America. Right. It was the uh, it was the beginning of Supersport, Right. Which, uh, you know, because they didn't have that the first. Uh, they didn't have that the first round when they were at Coda with. Uh, with uh, what you call it. Uh, Moto GP. But they did run some super sport, some of the super, let me rephrase that. Some of the super sport guys and some of the support, uh, super bike guys ran in the Daytona 200. Uh, here's what I see in super sport. Uh, Josh Heron is, is on a, is on a good bike for Josh Heron. And he looks like, he looks like that this is a, a good opportunity for him to win a championship on that bike. He, he's got he, to have a distinct advantage. He, he does. He, you know, I mean, this is a guy that has a lot of super sport experience in his past, plus a lot of uh, super bike experience. I always thought he was a better super sport person than he was a super bike person just because his style of racing being what it is. So, yeah, I think he's got a distinct advantage, which means since I didn't see the races, Josh, Aaron, I guess you had, had a two good, weeks, had, Ken. I know. I forgot. <laughs> That's no excuse. Yeah. Put I it on the calendar. I forgot that it wasn't an excuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I can actually believe that being true. But anyways, Aaron pulled the double. Lockoff per- looked pretty good. He got two uh, two seconds. Uh, Rocco Landers had a, a one good race. Almeido, who we talked a little bit about last year. Uh, you know, he had a couple. He, he had an okay round. Um you know, I don't think there was well, any surprises. I think I well, think Heron, Lockoff, Landers, Olmedo are probably the big four names in that class right now. Yeah, and there, there was one cool little thing about Lockoff that he, he was the first racer, professional racer anywhere in the world to ride that bike, the G, the brand new GSX R750. So Suzuki, you know, they've got another bike out there. There's not going to be in MotoGP anymore, but 
Yeah, lock, it was kind of a little, nice little tidbit that Lockoff was the first person ever to race that. And it and it on seems a professional like, course. And speaking of that, it seems like the bike Karen's riding is what Ducati's thinking about throwing into World Supersport. Right? That this is like the test bike for what they want to throw into World Supersport, which is kind of which is kind of which is kind of like throwing a lot of confidence in Warhorse HBH SBK racing and um and they've Josh been, Harris. They they've been impressive, I will have to say. Right? They have been. For, they they've have been, been very impressive. So. And they got some money behind them cuz they're bringing in some names. Yeah. Right? And I don't yeah. even mean Harren, I mean they had I think it's last obvious. year they have Petrucci this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious that Ducati is looking hard at Moto America to be their development re- development series. I can't. I can't argue that. I mean, that's that's. It just seems that way. I mean, they're I bringing in, they're bringing it, it, top riders, there, they're bringing yeah, but in is good there, bikes. Yeah, but is there is there a development series in Italy? Do they have the equivalent of a Moto America, like a Moto? Yeah, they, they have Italian Superbike. Yeah. So, I mean, I would think that would definitely be their development series. No, I, I think, I mean, remember, we talked about this a few years with Suzuki is put it on a different continent. Less feet, less eyes. Right. And I don't mean like less eyes. I don't mean less eyes on the races because Moto America is doing a good job of getting their the word out, you know, and overseas stuff. But I mean, less eyes in the, oh, hey, let's go to the track day and see what they're doing. Let's less spying eyes. Not Again, lying guys. Where, where, do, where do the vast majority of riders in MotoGP and World Superbike come from? Europe. Spain and Italy. Yep. Right. So develop the bike outside. Well, and, 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 uh, and uh, Soggy Breton, too. Soggy Breton. Yeah. Well, Superbike does but have a lot of Soggy Breton. mostly Spain and so Italy. They, they, get, well, they get a lot of riders out of British Superbike. They get a they get a lot of riders out of some of the other series that run through Europe, right? Because if there's a couple of series that aren't based on a single country. They'll run across, you know, um, multiple countries in Europe. So I don't know. I mean, I think Moto America, we have to be realistic about it, is primarily a development series for American riders because the European riders that come in tend to be ones who can't get a ride in Europe, right? Well, I think, that's yeah, not, yeah but, it's, not, it's not unfair. Uh, yeah, that's not, a, uh, yeah. Um, all right, I let's think Patrucci this- could have got, got a ride somewhere. I don't maybe, think he wanted another not. ride. Yeah, yeah, I don't I, think he did either. And then speaking of Petrucci, let's jump up to Superbike, right? Um, speaking of Petrucci, he broke Cameron Bouvier's track record for fastest lap. Yeah, track records fall every year. I don't. Yeah, but it's just I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily fact. know. I care about track records. I know some somebody does somewhere. I think more importantly. Uh, I think more importantly, he's, he seems to be breaking Jake Gagne. Oof. Oh, which, which, I don't know and, about and that. And Jake Gagne was the unbreakable. Yeah. I mean, Jake's got two DNFs, a third, and a win where Petrucci didn't, didn't make it through. Uh, and Skoltz, right? I mean, really, Skoltz and Petrucci have been first and second in every race, except for when... And, and that's heads up against Gagne, except for when this is the 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 Westby Racing Yamaha is looking good. The Yamalu Westby Racing Yamaha is looking good. So I mean, Gold so is looking do, good. Yeah. So do you think the um, the Monster Energy Energy Yamaha has taken a step back? But what are they called? Uh, it's Vision or no? no. I don't Vision know the name Mon- of it Vision? anymore. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I think the other team's just taking a step forward. Well, right? I mean, Gagne's lap times aren't bad. And here's the thing is, is Gagne, Gagne, remember a few years ago and, and when he won the Super Sport Championship, right? Mm-hmm. And and stuff we were like, oh, this guy's pretty smooth. But the year before that, he had like he was inconsistent. He was like on and off and on and off. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure he's not having an on and off year. I know it's early, but he's he's having an on and off year. And it's amazing how well, uh, you know, having not seen the races, but just hearing the results. It's amazing when you think about it. Petrucci came over here to tracks he doesn't know and is able to be that strong. Uh, I'll tell you what, if I was a Ducati owner, if you're a Ducati owner and you're listening to this, your your behind should be packing to go to VIR. I think this week and next week, one of the Ducati clubs is doing like a track day there. I could imagine they probably invited Warhorse HSBK as a as a manufacturing event, you, you know, like a sponsorship mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. down there so that Petrucci could get and Harry could get a little bit of time. You might be able to ride around the track with Petrucci. Or at least meet him, right? He might be down there looking to crank oh, some laps. At least get passed by. Yeah, get passed by. Yeah, Maybe actually, actually, him and Harry see, could touch you on their way off, by. See him off in the distance before he comes around again to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but well, anyways, there he goes. Just, here he is. I'm just saying it might be a cool opportunity. Uh, you know, I'm always about those kind of things. But yeah, uh, Superbike there, man. You know the Medallia Superbike Series there. There. It's it's looking uh, Scoltz is not that far off from Petrucci. I, I don't see Petrucci holding out forever and and running the gambit of races he finishes. But I don't know. I don't know if I see Gagne. I think Gagne. Gagne's I, I would have thought Gagne would have been competitive. He's six yeah. overall right now. Yeah, I would say it's it, it is very very early, but it's not that long of a season, and you can't bleed that many points. He bled a lot. He is two zeros. Yeah. Yeah, two zero. Yeah. He's two, played two goose eggs, a lot of points. But I mean, more importantly, 34 points. That's that's over a full race. Yeah. A lot of points. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, all right, let's get into MotoGP quick no, and super, no, no, or no, supercross. No, 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 no. What? We got the King of Baggers. And you that. better speak fast because we're running out of time. Yeah. King of Baggers has run. There's two races, the dash or cash, a short seven. Which lap. Bobby Fong was should have won. Well, he, I mean, he did win. He, he did win. Five, it was the other race 5K. he should have won. <laughs> well, he was in the lead into the first lap, and then he wrecked the bike. He hit the curbing with the bag and dropped the bike. So Kyle Wyman went ahead and won the race, and he also finished third on the BMW in the superbike race. They got 150 miles an hour in in the straights and 100 miles an hour average speed around the track. So they're putting the down some serious, yeah, the baggers. They were putting down some serious laps. So you know, I just thought that the you know the there was a good race. This, you know, no, I, I, I will. It agree was with a that. lot of fun the, to watch too. The, the the dash for cash was pretty good. It was entertaining, right? Three race sprint for cash. I always like that kind of stuff. But the baggers race itself was actually pretty decent. Um, you, you know, I mean, like actual decent racing and those guys were kind of, those guys are kind of hauling around. So I, I can't, you know, again, it's turning out to be a good racing series, you know, yeah, a good, I a do good have class. a problem with Moto America. It, they don't have anything King of Baggers on their homepage. Nothing. That is they ridiculous. King of Baggers? Yeah. Remember King of Baggers was owned by somebody else and just signed on to race with them. 
I think I thought Moto America was the owner of it. I think you're thinking no, the other. No, series. no, it was a caught, different. Have you street. caught any of the Bagger Racing League? I haven't races? seen hide or hair. I, of that. I, I have seen. I've seen announcements on it because they're very well financed. It. They're very well yeah. financed, so they're not going anywhere anytime soon. I yeah. well, it's been completely under my radar. It's I, I can't see. Well, well you know, I mean, but he, online, I'm sure there's ways to, to find it. So everything's online. Everything. Yeah, it's, except it's for Moto America for Ken to watch. No, yeah. it was online. Ken just forgot. Ken, Ken just forgot. All right, let's get, get let's get into. Do we want to do Supercross or Moto GP? Let's do oh, Moto GP. We got to talk about Moto GP. Yeah, okay, let's get into Moto GP. Though. Supercross. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. Moto GP. Will be more I think Moto GP and Moto Two. Be honest with you, I think they've got the purpose perfect storm they've set up this season where it's really going to be completely unpredictable from week to week and probably for the whole season. I don't see yeah. anybody. I don't see anybody standing out right now. I think there's some people who, who look pretty good. Arbolina looks pretty good in moto too, but I think ultimately nobody wants to take over control of either of those series, which is, I can't remember the last time it looked like this. Well, I'll tell you in, in moto G in moto two, mm -hmm. Viette has an advantage because he's at least scoring decently. Yeah, but he, but, I mean, yeah, but he's not, he's qualifying horribly and his performances in the races are just, oh, okay. Yeah, but he, okay they, seems to be the consistent. Well, thing. They, they're going to catch up to him. That's the thing. If he keeps, I mean, scoring, they're, they're catching up. Agora is yes. only, I mean, Agora is only uh, 19 points back. Yes. But, and he, and he is looking really strong right now. Yeah, but he's had not bad races and he's not, he's not consistent. consistent. Kinnett's not consistent. Arbolino, I mean, and I'm not knocking Joe Roberts because God knows I was up cheering and yelling and screaming when he won. But mm -hmm. Joe Roberts, with one win and a couple and, and an eighth and a couple, you know, tenth and eleventh place finishes, is sitting there fifth in points. Well, that's that's you're you're making my point exactly, Phil. Yeah. Nobody is actually controlling this series right now. Right now, Vietti is basically riding the wave from the first couple races. That's not going to continue by mid-season. That will be erased. And KTM's got to be punching themselves in the head. They took Augusto Fernandez figuring, oh, he's going to win it all. He's sitting there back in ninth in points. And Pedro Acosta, I mean, I'm not sure my mouse goes far enough back to, to scoot back to where he is. <laughs> I, I, he, can't, he, can't, he can't stay on the bike. He is no Raul Fernandez. No. Uh, and Yeah, he's back there at 15 points. They just said, we got to get another Fernandez on a bike. So we'll take Augusto. No, we just need a Fernandez. That's the yes. secret. Um, yeah. you so know, so in, in my opinion, it's impossible to predict who's gonna who's gonna win, which is good because I wouldn't even offer a prediction right now. No, on Moto Two, but I wouldn't on Moto GP either. Yeah, you know, Moto GP. I think you're in the same boat. I, I can't. So let me ask a question of Moto GP. Since uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, is there much more to say about Moto Two? No, nah. no, we have no idea who's going to win week to week. We have no idea who's going to finish second, third, or fourth week to week. Yeah. So um, I, I'm wondering what your guys' opinion on is what Suzuki's announcement will mean to the riders' enthusiasm because they're about to be without seats. Both Mir and, and Renz are about to be without seats in not so long. Do you think that in a way kind of like takes the, a little bit of wind out of their sails? Mir's been looking better lately. Rins is kind of up and down and come from the back. I don't back know. I not. took Mir this week. You can't make that argument with me. What? Oh, the, I, oh yeah. I think I had Rins. I'm not positive. About you did that. have Rins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, I think it makes them more, more hungry. They got, to, they got us look good to, to get a seat for next year. 
Well, see, I here's where I disagree with Warren on that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just going to throw this out kind of kind of chair racing. Right. I believe it makes Rins more hungry because I think Rins needs to find a ride and he's going to race crazy and probably crash a lot. But he's going to yeah. he's going to go out Mir, yeah, I, I think Mir, I think it's going to show that he can finish races. Yeah. And I can see the Mark Marquez, Joan Mir, Honda, Repsol Honda next year. Ooh. Yeah, that's I mean, not a bad it's, prediction. If I, I'll be honest with you, if I was Mir, I'd be missing the Suzuki more than it being looking for the a, a ride with Honda right now. Honda has got still has got problems. They last last couple of years they had motor problems. Yeah, this but year they problems, got problems. The bike having problems versus I ain't got a ride or. Which pro- as a rider, which problem do you want? Well, and Repsol, I want Honda, the bike I'm, having problems. Not, uh, it, I ain't got no ride. Yeah, Repsol Honda is, I'm sure, probably is going to pay you pretty good. He's an ex champion, so he's not going to have a problem getting a seat. Mirror, you're right about Rins, but the thing about if I if I look if I compare them heads up, forgetting the championship that 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 arguably Mir won in a in a not really comparable season, but heads up to me, I think Rins is a better rider. I, I do too. Yeah. I think he seems the that faster. Yeah. Well, that in in my opinion, as long as you're not wrecking, it makes you the better rider. Go but, ahead, Warren. I cut yeah. you off. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, you know, I've some. Unfortunately, I was to say what Ken said. You know, Renz has crashed a few times, but over the years, he has been more consistent, and he's and he has finished better, other than not winning. The, you got you, know, you got to realize he didn't that, have the championship. that 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 Renz. Um, you know, if you go back to the Moto Two days, right? The class that, that brought Rins over um, into Moto GP and everything, which I guess included Zarco and one other that I can't think of right now. They all came, I think, came over that same season. The guy who's demonstrably been the most predictable rider out there, even with the spills, has been Rins. Yeah, but so. the other one was Paul Spargaro. Yeah, and Zarco. Well, yeah, but you're making my point. Rins is yeah, the best right. rider. But what I'm group, saying right? is, is you know, Zarko, I think Zarko would be a much better rider if he could figure out how to keep tires. On okay. Him. Well, you got in that group, you got two Moto2 champions and, and one that was two, got second place two years. So, I mean, I still think those are three very talented riders, at least coming out of Moto2. And, and Rins, I think, has been proven to be the more capable rider, in my opinion, more consistently. Mir's very up and down. He can have lots of ups, but he can have downs. He can he can have downs. A lot of mediocre riding. Rins sometimes is really impressive. I don't ever think Mir is that impressive, in my opinion. I think he's a good rider, but I just I don't know. I don't. I think very few people could do what Rins has done. You know, coming from a bad qualifying position and being able to get up front. And, I, I I agree with you, but I think the thing that hurts Rins the most is the inconsistency. Well, that hurts everybody, right? Yeah, that hurts everybody. Inconsistency is the best way to lose a championship, right? And it's the best way to lose a ride. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Ba- bike manufacturers don't like rebuilding the bike every round. No. I mean, he's when you, when you take when you take their million-dollar prototype and turn it into trash. He, he only wrecks when I pick him. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why you can't blame Renz. You have to blame Warren. Well, I mean, I blame Warren anyways. Yeah. Um, but the, the other story for the weekend was Marquez. I mean, who Mark Marquez, he wasn't, you know, he, I, I, what he, does he race? He races oh. Honda. Oh, I thought, Look, I thought you were talking the NFL draft, but that he, he was Mr. He, Irrelevant. He, he finished the race. You know, Mark Marquez In, is the only person that we would 
crap on for getting a top 10 finish, right? And no, not the only person. What, but the one what, I seven? enjoy the most right now. He finished above where Ducatis used to come in. Well, I mean, that's obviously true. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he but, finished but, fourth. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, where did, where did Paul? Paul finished 11th. Yep. I mean, Honda is having the funny issues this year that are just not working. But Marquez seems to be dragging more out of that bike than he should be able to. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think so. I, I think uh, and we just have the, to get realistic. What's the overall standings? About Marquez is back there somewhere with other people that, you know, I don't. Uh, he's uh, he's ninth overall. Yeah. Yeah. Renz is still, Renz was in, four, you know, is in fourth overall now, too. So he dropped two places. But I, I, you know, if you ask me if I think Quartararo is starting to make a push for a second championship, I don't believe that. Well, I don't know that I would say that either because if I was Quartararo, the one thing I'd be worried about was the first half of the season. Bagnaya was nowhere. The second half of the season, he was the best rider on the track. Yeah. If he's starting to come out of that based on this week's performance, which is not a prediction of mine because it's early, but if he does, then, then he's got a big problem because Bagnai was the strongest in the second half of the season last year. No yeah. question. And he's only got a one and a half race lead on him. Yep. You know, I think, I think much like Lemir won his championship and even a little bit Quartararo last year, I think this turns into a year of staying up, finishing the races and gaining points. Yeah. I don't see anybody running away with it. There's definitely no signs. I mean, how many, how many different winners did we have? Six out of seven races, yeah. something like that. You know, unless unless out of nowhere is Andrea Davicioso starts making a huge push. <laughs> <laughs> the only way he finishes first if he parks his bike on the front beyond the start finish line, begin with. It just rolls it last minute, like <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rolls it across. Uh, anyways. Uh what a jerk thing to say. All right, let's get a supercross we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. Um Tomac uh, uh, well, 250s. Here's what I'm gonna say: 250s. Mm-hmm. Honda has a big problem in two weeks. Definitely in a few months, right? The big problem is Hunter Lawrence, the way he held off the pressure from Christian Craig mm-hmm. showed me maturity, which Jet, although he's fast, doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Two is he's showing that if Honda doesn't move both Lawrences up, the one they don't move up is going to be on a Kawasaki next year in 450s. You heard that here first. Kawasaki next year could very well be a Lawrence and Faulkner. No. So you're saying Tomac's retiring? Is that your prediction? Tomac is on a Yamaha. Oh, you know. shoot. Yeah. El Hombre. Uh, El Hombre. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what they do with El I was surprised they signed Jason Anderson. He's, uh, is it, if you have the opportunity, here you go. Here you go. Long-term plan. Uh, I can re-sign Jason Anderson for a year. I can bring up Hunter or Jet Lawrence. What do I do? I don't. Maybe I, I try and no talk way. Faulkner into staying. But no. if you don't give, if you're a Kawasaki, you don't give Faulkner a ride. He's faster than Jet. Yeah, I don't think there's any way they sit Jason Anderson down. There's no way. No I way. think they're Got, stuck. I think they have. I think Yamaha, and Kawasaki, I'm mean, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Honda have the same problem. I, I don't th- I don't think it happens if he picks up and walks, but a guy finishes second in the championship. I don't think it happened. What do you no. do? Do you, do you risk losing? Do you risk losing Faulkner? Who's faster than Jet Lawrence? You're talking mm. 10 years of championship battles coming up. Mm. I don't know. I, and I don't if know. you have the opportunity to grab one of the Lawrence brothers, do you do it? I think so. 
I don't know. Well, I think you, I think you, I think jet moves up. I don't think there's any question about that. I don't, I don't know about Hunter though. So we'll see. I, I, I think, I think Hunter right now, I'm not saying jet definitely has more upside. I think Hunter right now is the better rider. Um, I, okay. I agree with that because jet is just, he's got lucky. Well, Jet's a little wild. That's the other. Yeah, thing. Jet's, he's Jet's got lucky wild. because he's wild. He can't be but wild. He does in the that because he's. Well, I don't know. It, it, it might work. It might work for him. I don't know. But I will say, I will say that that if you bring if if you got to choose between one of the two of them, I would definitely take Jet. I think he's the guy's most likely to bring you a championship, in my opinion. So. Or he'll be a Ken Roxon. Or well, Ken Roxon did get a championship, so we'll just only two fifties. Only in 250s. That's correct. He never won a real championship. Well, Hunter didn't win one either. So <laughs> even in 250s. So yeah, well, Hunter still has a chance. Uh, yeah. Very slim. I don't know. He could do a Tomac. I mean, uh, Craig could do a Tomac. Yeah. Craig basically has to what finish what? 13th or better, I think, to, yeah. to win it. Yeah. But Tomac was dropping. He was trying to go. He was trying to make it close at the end. Yeah, I think Tomac was just being careful. I think well, he, he, I, I, I don't at first. I did see a yeah. report that he is injured. And he now you know his ass leaks. <laughs> I've been fighting an injury since Atlanta. No, you haven't. They all have been fighting an injury. If you ask, yeah, a everybody they don't have a good race, right? Yeah. And B, I don't believe it. No, I just think I just think he was doing what a lot of people do, and they when they realize they they barely have to score any he points played, at all. He played the smart move. He played the smart. He raced the smart race. So like, yeah, hey, everybody know, says that time. after the fact. Here's what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. right? And I don't give a damn what everybody says. He played the smart rule. He, oh, he did that on purpose. That's all BS. To be a to be a world champ, to be the Supercross champ, right? Rick Flair will always say it. You got to have that personality. You got to be an A-type personality to be a Supercross champ. And there's no way in hell somebody that competitive wants to come in fifth, winning the championship he in front of his home out crowd. Of the way of multiple people going around. You know, it was, it, no, it, because he was falling and choking early. He my, choked early. He made thought, mistakes early. He choked. My thought is, Phil. Okay, he was going to run the race he wanted to race, but he wasn't going to push it because he had nothing to gain by pushing it. I agree. He was probably counseled. Look, ride a smart race. Don't get overly aggressive because that's when mistakes happen. And they probably said, look, you know, run the best race you can without making any mistakes. Take it easy. Don't push it. Right. Other people, they have more to prove than you do. Nobody wins a championship championship without desire. I think I think it's it happens all the time. It happens all the time in pro racing. The people when they've got the championship locked up, they don't do something stupid. Yeah, and he'll be the same way next in in St. Louis. No, not St. Louis, Salt Lake City. He's going to be the same way. No, he's going to he can lay it all out. The championship's already won. Yeah, he's already yeah, won. He's got to get ready for this off off. Uh, you know how, he doesn't have to care about that. Mm-hmm. The, the off season championship is this big compared yeah. to Super. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he if he didn't win the final stop. So that doesn't surprise me. So. He got what he wanted. He got the championship. Yeah, but to, in to come in state. fifth in front of your home crowd. Well, you, you talk like fifth place is bad. It is when you're the champ. You, you realize that there's been champs who on the final race of the championship season didn't even finish in the top eight. Nobody we talk about. Mm, okay. You should go back and look. You might surprise. Yeah, yourself. yeah. We'd have to go back and look, right? Nobody good. Oh, One time champ, say whatever. Okay. Right. You lock that championship up when it's the time to do it. 
Well, he pretty much had it locked Two up. Two bad races in a row. He's not going to get 45 wins this season. If he look, if he had if he had gotten a 13th or a 12th or something like that, I'd agree with you. Fifth place is not that bad. He was falling. They were gaining on it. Two more laps, he would have been 13th. Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, you heard it here. I hope Mookie holds on and ends up third. That'd be huge to me. I think yep. that'd be good for the sport. Yeah, you got be you got him, Barsha, and Musk when they're all they're, right there they're. together. Mm-hmm. Well, what you have to do is. Mookie needs to tell Barsha, hey, Musquin hates America. <laughs> and let and let and let Barsha just be angry bam bam on him. Well, you have to tell him like he hates Long Beach or something if you want to upset. He hates Barsha. Long Beach, <laughs> America, and, gas, and gas. gas gas. He's gonna take your surfboard wax away from you. That'll really upset him. A French wanna ban long hair and I don't know whatever else he's yeah. in. Tell, tell Mookie they're gonna take away his ganja. <laughs> hey man, don't talk about Mookie like that, man. But, but anyways, you know he looked really fast. I mean, second this round, uh, especially when Tomac was choking. Uh, you know, a couple other guys would have got got up fire faster, but they stopped to give him the Heimlich. Uh, <laughs> 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 Woo! But the slowest champion of all time won the race. Exactly. That's true. You can't sit there. You can't sit 